I'm doing great. How, how's life there? Um, interesting. Um, I don't know if you can tell. Uh, I'm, I am actually in the Compass office, in my office at Compass, um, but uh, it's, uh, it's a ghost town here. We've got uh, 11,000 square feet, I think. There's actually more people here today than I've seen in at least a week. I think people are getting a little stir crazy, but um, we've got one Compass employee who uh, handles all the uh, compliance stuff. Um, right. and he's working from here. He has been every day this week. Um, and then there are two or three other agents that kind of come in periodically like me, but I'm sort of down uh, on my own in this whole end of the, uh, of the office. So I mean, oh, wow. really, I've got four or 5,000 square feet where I, <laughs> so it's, and I, I'm a lot more productive working from here at home. I'm in my PJs or my sweatpants and my right. dog's running around. My wife is needs distraction from my daughter. <laughs> so um, yeah, how are you doing down there? And also, as far as real estate goes, um, showings are down about 60%. We just literally got guidance from, from the governor yesterday um, that we can continue to work um, as long, OMG. Um, they are doing fire alarm testing, of course. Oh, that's all right. If you wanna do this another time, that's fine too. Well, let's see how long it's supposed to be between 12 and two. Is this going to be in the video or are you just chit chatting now? No, this isn't the video, but it's, it's real life. So it's okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, you it's know? up to you. Um, uh, I'm, I'm fine with it, you, but then, if, uh, if you have to leave though, do you oh, no, have I don't to have leave? to leave. No, no. They, they let us know that there's testing today. Does that bother you? No, I can, I've already tuned it out. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. So, so let's um, continue that. Yeah, so our, our, um, uh, uh, our showings are down about 60%, but as I was saying, we just got guidance from, from the governor that we're allowed to work. Title companies are still working. Um, inspectors are still working. There's some vendors that aren't, like some of the stagers are not working, um, that type of stuff. Compass, as you know, um, no employees are coming into the office. Right. Um, how's I'm, the family? Just, how, 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 how's your wife and kids? Excellent. How about you? Yeah, life is okay, you know. I mean, it sucks about what's happening, you know, just I guess for the people that are sick and, you know, just yeah. how many people it affects. The economy is the economy, but having to stay home and watch Netflix isn't really a struggle, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Catching up on all the shows that I never watch. <laughs> right. um, oh, good. That stopped. Um, also, uh, I, you know, I've been talking to some friends and they have some great ideas. Like I, I don't get out to the movies that much. I mean, you know, a couple times a year. Right. One friend of mine just did the entire Marvel series, like over, oh, nice. over like three days. I was like, shoot, that's a great freaking idea. I might, I can catch up on all these movies that I've never seen in right. order. Like, <laughs> right. So I understand the, the, the storyline, the story arc over 10 movies. Right. Yeah. Right. So before I forget, can you introduce yourself to people, your name and where you're at? Oh, hey, uh, this is Lex Lianos. I'm a Compass agent here in Northern Virginia. Okay, perfect. So I have a few questions, like I said. Sure. Um, yeah. So tell me how life is in, in your hometown and tell people, I know you work DC, you work Virginia and stuff like yeah. that, but in your, where do you actually live? So I live in Vienna, Virginia which is in Northern Virginia, just outside of DC. We're about, I think 10 or 12 miles um, outside of DC, west of DC. Um, 
so we're you know we're considered a, a suburb of DC. Um, there's a beltway, as there are in most cities, that goes you know all the way around the city, uh, all the way all the way around DC, uh, and uh, we're just like on the right outside of the beltway. Um, so like getting getting groceries, going getting food at restaurants. How 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 is like daily life? Yeah, so daily life um, has been fine. Um, my wife uh, likes to be prepared. So I don't know if you've seen the online calculator, how much toilet paper do I need? <laughs> right, right. You so guys have I have plenty. 189 days of quarantine I'm good <laughs> <laughs> on the toilet paper. Um, but, you know, so we've got tons of food and we've got tons of supplies in the basement um, just because she likes to have backup to the backup to the backup. And so, um, so we're good on that. Grocery stores are all still operating. Um, we are, uh, our restaurants and whatnot, uh, public places are all closed, um, to in, in, you know, in restaurant dining, but almost all of them are, uh, open for takeout. Like I literally just went down the street to this great Turkish restaurant that I go to that's, that I just, you know, picked up and carried out our, the Chinese restaurant that we go to in Vienna actually has like a table outside set up. Oh, wow. Um, and so they literally... You know, won't you know? Once you get there, you pay. You stay outside the building. Wow. You, pay, you pay, and then they bring your food and put it on the table, and nobody touches anybody, and nobody <laughs> interacts. Wow. Um, I, guess, I guess it's tougher when you're Asian. You have that that. Um, I guess that mindset of some customers, because here in Miami, yes. the Asian restaurants are way. Um, they're not busy at all. You know. So no, they, neither is like, neither is ours. Um, um, and calling the China virus probably doesn't help. <laughs> right, um, yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, no, I mean, we've, we've been able, I don't think there's any restaurant that we typically go to um, that has not done either delivery or takeout. And I don't okay. think there's any that are fully closed. How are people there? How are, like, just people on the streets or people at home, how are they reacting? You know, it's a mix, uh, like I'm sure it is down there. Um, and I, I'd love to, to, to know what you guys are doing down there and if you're able to work or not able to work. But, um, you know, we've been, Virginia has been a little more lax than other uh, states. Like, so you know where Washington, D.C. is, you know, Maryland and Virginia and D.C. are all like kind of interconnected and they're all very close right. to here. So. I'm actually licensed in all three jurisdictions because you have yeah. to be because they're all five, eight miles away. So, um, but the Maryland governor, who's the who's the head of the, the National Governors Association, is actually super, been super proactive, um, and and they're much more restrictive in Maryland. Um, they actually tried to close one of the land records uh, in Montgomery County, which is the one that's adjacent to me, uh, and uh, they had to go to court to force them to stay open. Oh, wow. Um, so because they only do paper filings. And so they were like, no, we're going to close. Um, and, and we're like, you can't. So right. our association and, and settlement companies went to court and got them forced to open. Virginia has been a little behind the curve and a little more lax. But Maryland, I think they've been communicating. They, they, they set up a whole bunch of new restrictions. And Virginia followed suit uh, just yesterday. Uh, or actually Monday. Um, and then they issued further guidance yesterday. Um, but like our schools are closed to the end of, to the, end of the year. Um, they're gonna start distance learning, um, uh, remote learning on- uh, ah. It's all right. It's uh, they're all right. gonna start remote learning um, on April 14th. Um, so, and, 
And, and the people's attitudes runs the gamut. Like I'm sure it is down there. I don't know how I've been watching Florida stuff. They don't seem very restrictive at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, they weren't, unfortunately. And today, actually today, oh. they got a lot between last night and today, they've gotten a lot more restrictive. My actual compass office in Miami and um, coconut and not coconut grove. That's where my office is in Miami beach. We're actually closed. We can't, go to the office anymore and it's many other you, areas they're prohibiting you from going yeah they're closed it, well, we're, clo not, we're closed too but you can't but, pop in but it's not compass it's the city of miami or oh, I miami see. beach and stuff yeah so I it's see. getting it's all businesses basically i see and so like it's funny that i ask you this question because you're really strong at this mindset how do you keep your mindset up? You always have an incredible mindset. Oh, thanks, buddy. So do you. Um, so, um, well, yeah, I've actually, so I've been doing this a long time, 30 years. Um, and so I've been through two of these, two crashes. Um, I started in the crash of like 89 to 91. I mean, that's literally oh, wow. when I started in the business. Wow. Um, and then I went through the crash that was just, you know, 2007 to 2011. So, um, and I think this is going to come back really quickly. Um, I don't think it's going to be like that type of protracted, you know, years of right. uh, down real estate and, and difficult times. I mean, I think as soon as this thing goes away, runs its course, they, they have treatment or they have an event right. or whatever, um, it's going to, we're going to be come roaring back. I'm pretty confident. Um, uh, you know, we've never been here, so I don't know. Uh, but I'm seeing it as an opportunity, uh, Amit, to, um, you know, really, I, this may sound, I don't know, may not sound the best, but, you know, in the last year or two, there's been a lot of newbie agents that have gotten into the business because right. it's particularly on the listing side, like if they know someone that, like a friend or relative that wants to sell their house, it's really easy to sell a house in my market in the last okay. couple of years. I mean, anybody, literally anybody can do it. Um, okay. And so we have a lot of newbie agents that are, that have been siphoning off um, some of the market share that, that I would have had. Um, right. And so I, I think that this will clear a lot of that out. It, it certainly did in the last two uh, recessions. So I'm hoping to, to, to pick up market share. Um, I find that people uh, lean on um, experienced agents more during difficult times. Um, they're less willing to take a risk with their money when uh, you know, their, their 401k is down 40%. Right. Um, so so I, that's good for me, I think. Um, also, it's given me a phenomenal opportunity to fine tune my systems. Like I right. am, so. I'm going through everything. My CRM, I'm actually like getting all my past clients like tagged and organized. My sphere tagged, organized, current addresses, current phone numbers, current emails, my scripts, my follow-up, my, my automated drip campaigns, all that stuff. Video, I'm, I'm hitting it hard, which I know you do. Right. Um, I'm doing like two or three videos a week. Um, so is that your daily schedule? What would be like your daily schedule or it probably varies. Right? So that's how I'm keeping my mindset. So okay. is, is, is I'm actually taking it as an opportunity to one, be a, a resource for my sphere and past clients because everyone, I mean, how many times do you go to a gathering where, and people find out you're in real estate and they ask you how the market is, right? Right, of course. So I'm trying to be that resource. I got probably half a dozen calls over the weekend with people nice. asking me questions. Um, so that helps me with the mindset. I'm sorry, the question was? It was like your daily schedule. Uh, Does it vary a lot or do you have it? 
Well, generally speaking, it doesn't. I actually, this was something my coach, Steve Scholl, had actually um, uh, instituted at the beginning of this year was basically every day, like the week looks the same every week. So on right. Mondays, I have the same schedule, Tuesdays, the same schedule, Wednesday, the same schedule. Um, with this thing, it's been a little upended. Um, like I've been training for a sprint triathlon. And uh, wow. so I had this gym time scheduled every morning, um, but I can't go to the gym. Right. right? So, um, and my wife is works from home typically, but my daughter is usually in school most of the day, but now she's not. And my wife is like, I can't work with her coming in like every 38 seconds. Right, right. So now we're, you know, I'm, I'm picking up some of the, the home stuff like, you know, dinners and lunches and watching my daughter so my wife can go work out, et cetera. So my schedule is all over the place. But like, so the typical day, I try to get up, I try to work out, I try to do either a meditation or something like that early in the morning, um, journal. Um, and then I usually try to work. Um, I do lead follow up lead generation for an hour or two uh, and then you know do appointments and I have appointment blocks set up essentially almost every day okay. um, and I try to stick to them so I try to schedule people into those appointment blocks only okay and like for example like a buyer or even a seller what would you think would be some of their opportunities if there are any in this market so <clears throat> Well, sellers, I mean, our, our, our inventory was super low. So right. um, it's, but we are actually seeing an uptick in people coming soon and actives in the, oh, last, wow. in the last two weeks. Um, but also uptick in the people taking their houses off the market. Right. So, but on balance, we're actually seeing more inventory come on, um, which I think is a little counterintuitive. Right. Uh, buyers, um, for the most part, I've probably lost, I would say, 50% of my buyers, um, not lost, but have pushed the pause button uh, right. and decided to wait this thing out because just of uncertainty. Some of it's, right. you know, financial because their, their, their stocks have been crushed and they, you know, they, they don't feel comfortable. Others, uh, you know, have job insecurity. Um, I have a, a, a client who's an attorney at an international law firm. She's like, our business is almost just stopped. Um, so she was like, I, I don't even know if I'm going to have a job. She's like, I need to push pause right now. Right. Um, and so, so that that's happening. Um, other buyers are, are, are trying to, trying to be opportunistic. I've got, I've got several people that have been trying to renegotiate deals. Okay. Um, <laughs> Which, and, yeah, sounds normal. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, a lot, a lot of people, you know, there's a certain percentage, certainly the investors and those types and anybody that's got cash that's been hoarding cash um, right. is out there, like really trying to beat people up um, and take advantage. How, how about sort of, down there? Yeah, I, I think it, it's similar. People are like trying to buy stock, basically stocks at the bottom of the stock, you know, at the low and you can't time it well, but typically the wealthiest people in the world make money when others aren't buying that when they're doing the opposite of what everyone yeah. else is doing. I've generally tried to do that in my investing career as well. Um, <clears throat> I wish I had, I don't, my money in, lately has been all tied up in stocks, but, um, but if I had a bunch of cash right now, I'd be right. buying stocks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So if you have a buyer or seller, and they, they want to hit the pause button and you know that they have like, they're probably not going to lose their job. I mean, basically 
you care about them. Obviously, you're not going to get anyone to do anything that they don't want to do. But if you think that they're pretty stable and they don't want to, they, they either want to stop selling or they want to not buy, what would you tell them? Well, <clears throat> for sellers at the upper end of the market, I'm actually having that conversation uh, in detail about potentially pushing pause because I'm seeing uh, almost nothing happening. Um, okay. when, at upper end for, for me here is, you know, a million, a million two up. Okay. I've got a million seven listing right now. I haven't had a showing in three weeks. <clears throat> I tried an open house 10 days ago or 11 days ago and we had zero, when, when this thing was, the social distancing was just starting to happen. <clears throat> and, and there was nobody there. Um, so like before this happened, like in a typical market, oh, how your market was like three weeks ago or whatever, or a, month, or a few months ago, how many for that million seven property? What do you, what would you think would be the showings? Oh, a couple of week. A couple of week. Okay. Yeah, a couple of week, not a ton. Um, I mean, it depends on what it is. Um, you know, in my in my primary market, which is Vienna, um, new builds, uh, tear downs, and a new like craftsman style are right. is like the, what everybody is doing. Um, so those types of houses probably would get a ton of views and a ton okay. of traffic when they just come on the market. My house is a resale. Um, it's about seven years old okay. um, and it's a little bit off the beaten path, path not the um, first choice schools of most people moving into the town. So okay. it, it was a little slower anyway. So I would have said a couple and our open houses were probably four to six groups each open house. Okay. Um, and now it's, it's, it's down to like zero okay. on that, on and, that listing, other listings, right. Right. four to 700,000 in my market um, still we're still getting multiple offers on those listings. Oh, wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so you, you were you talking about our market is, it's pretty much a standstill. It's, it's, I mean, we've been in a buyer's market for like the last three years yeah. anyways. So it's, it's a different market stuff. That's really inexpensive here. Like three, four 500,000 single family homes, which I don't even know if they exist where you are. No. Um, they they still I'll sell come. pretty quickly, but not any. How anymore. about condos? Condos were were it our condo market is it just way too much inventory. We have probably have like fourteen or fifteen months of inventory for wow. condo. I would love and, to buy a condo down there. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I mean, it's like opportunities we're talking about. Even prior to this, I was. I should have done. I mean, I should have done ten years ago when the market was. Crash, it's but. still it's still pretty cheap man because like i was showing a property that was in it's called uh basically brickle downtown area it's like a financial district so it's nice nice new buildings um it's it would be they're called henry's have you ever heard of a henry so a henry is it stands for high um what is it stand for? i end no no man i can't believe i forgot oh high earner not rich yet so these are these are younger people that ha have amazing incomes, but they don't have wealth yet, you know. And so they buy like typical condos, like higher end condos with good amenities, close to bars, stuff like DC would probably have a lot, right? Yeah. And so There's a ton so, of rental buildings like that, and and a lot of condo buildings like that. Oh, cool. So like I was showing a property in that area and it overlooks like Miami Beach, 
Fisher Island, some of these really nice places. So it was on the 37th floor. It was a one bedroom, one bath. It was about seven to 800 square feet. So it was pretty big. It, it, the building was built in 06 and Waterview, good amenities, awesome restaurant in the building. Um, and it was 325,000. Wow. So stuff like that is gonna get even cheaper. So we get, we get tons of people from all around the country looking for that. Yeah. So like when you said you should have bought something 10 years ago, yeah. I think you're going to have that opportunity in many places in the U.S. pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 yeah. Um, so um, so what are, you, are you doing showings? Or what are you doing for your listings or your showings? You have, you have some high-end listings. And what are you doing with those? Yeah, so um, I, I guess it's, it's all like virtual stuff, you know, on all our listings, we do, we do 3D tours, the Matterport tours, the VR. Do that normally or? Yeah, on all of them pretty much. Yeah. We have a guy, it's not too much and we've used him for many years and I don't know, we just like to do it. And people, some people like to do it. I think going forward in the future, more people will know about them and will want them. So we do yeah. that. We reach out to the data, our database. We do a lot of advertising, retargeting, stuff right. like that. But we know that pretty much most people don't want to see homes now. The buyers don't want to go into other people's homes and the sellers don't want those buyers to come into those other homes. I think it just boils down to how it's affected your area, right? And I know like before you were talking with me, you communicate with like a lot of your of your people, you know, six over the weekend. What, what are you, how are you connecting with them mostly? Is it video, is it audio, how is it? So, um, well, I sent out, I, I've been doing, I'm gonna do the second one today, but I'm gonna do um, just a, a coronavirus real estate market update um, every week. Uh, so I did one last week and I've got probably the most views of any, any video I've ever done. <laughs> right. Like almost like 800 views or something or 700 wow. views wow. Um, about about what's going on with the real estate market and coronavirus. And it was a very, very basic video. It was like interest so, rates well, are still low, transactions okay. are still happening, builders may get delayed because supplies are behind, you know, like the supply chain from, you know, the materials from China, whatever. Um, I mean, there's literally three or four points and it was very basic. But and now our associate, our uh, MLS is putting out some really really fabulous uh relevant data so i oh, think nice. what i'm going to do and they're putting it out almost daily so wow. i'm going to uh do a video one day once a week uh about what the stats are how many you know what the percentage you know new listings withdrawn listings temporary off listings relative to last year and relative to right. last week and right so i'm going to be doing that every week until this thing's done um as far as reaching out um email and text uh, mostly. Um, and then, uh, you know, if I see people looking at stuff more than once or um, I'll, I'll reach out with a call. Um, at some point, uh, I mean, I am also, you know, reaching out to update people's personal information, like in my database. Right. So I'm, I'm sending like a really nice heartfelt email and being like, hey, I know we've got a, we probably all have a lot more free time and hope you're safe and all this stuff and and then right. say hey can you update the following okay. um, information um, so I'm I'm doing that mostly uh, virtual not uh, I mean mostly text based email those types of things right right so what would you say are some of this is for the other agents because 
you know, you never brag, but I want to brag about you a bit. Oh, you, okay. you, you sell an incredible amount of real estate. You were, you. I mean, you do so, so well. And I know that whoever watches this, um, they'll probably look you up and because everyone Googles everyone. Right. And they'll be like, after they Google you, they'll see all you've accomplished. And they're like, okay, let me watch this video again and listen to this guy, you know, everything he's saying. Right. And so with, with that said, what would you say are some of your best practices that either now or in the future or whatever you could share with someone? Yeah, I mean, uh, so I think, I mean, it depends on what type of prospect um, that you're talking about or lead or et cetera you're talking about. Um, online stuff, you know, speed to lead is still super hypercritical. Um, but more, more important than that is, is sort of relentless follow-up. Um, most agents um, stop way too, way too soon. There's a whole bunch of stats if you look them up, but most salespeople, you know, stop after the first attempt. Um, I mean, like 50 or 75% wow. stop after the first attempt. The next 25% stop after the second attempt. The next 20, you know, 20% of those stop after the third attempt. Right, right. And then most sales happen between the eight and 12th contact. So most salespeople don't even, don't even get there um, because they've given up. Um, too early. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I have just, I have had radio silence from people. Um, I've met them once, showed them a house, put them on a search, emailed them like, um, like almost daily or weekly and not just like an auto email. I actually curate the listings that I send to them. <clears throat> and so I make comments on each, you know, great kitchen. Hey, you guys want it to be, you know, close to nature, look at this, backs up to a park, et cetera, like all kinds of detailed emails and nothing, sometimes for years. Um, and then all of so a sudden- how, I'm sorry to interrupt you. So how often would you do that email? So say, let, let's go through a course of, yeah. uh, of uh, a journey of a customer. So okay. you have this person, they, you show them a property, um, you got on well, you, you assume that they're ready to buy or whatever, or, or interested and qualified yeah. to buy. Yeah. You send them an email, the radio silence is there. And then you do this super engaging. I mean, it's incredible how you do that, that you take the time. Most yeah. agents don't take the time. How often are you going to take the time to send those emails like that email? And, and when are you going to do it? Yeah. So what I do is I have, an, I have a search set up for everybody that I've ever met and showed a property to or talked okay. to about buying a property. Well, let's talk about buyers for now. Um, okay. And literally every morning, I get anywhere from 10 to 50 uh, emails. They all come to me. I have it okay. set up so that the emails come to me first. They don't go direct to the client. And then I literally go through and I look at all the new listings because you have to, most agents are lazy um, and they go right. for the low, hang, the low hanging fruit. I'm, go, I'm going for 10%, 15% conversion, not one or 2%, right? So, right. Um, you know, if they told you they don't want to be in a busy street, <clears throat> putting them on an auto email, they're going to think you're an idiot because you're <laughs> right, going to get, right. you know, 10% of the listings are going to be on busy streets and they're going to say, this guy's not listening. Right? right. So, so that's why I curate it because they've told me what they're looking for. And I keep detailed notes in my CRM about what, what it is they're looking for. Um, I also, right. every single showing, <clears throat> if I take them out on a tour and I have four properties to show them, I take detailed notes on the listing sheets. Um, and I do it mine all electronically. So I, I make notes on, on the listing sheet of my iPad. 
and then I file it uh, electronically under their name. So I have every single house that we've ever seen. I've got notes about what they what their feedback has been. So I can dial down, and so I only send them the listings that they really want. And it takes me in the morning. It may take me anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. To kind of just go through the new listings because once you've seen the big list at the beginning of the search, right? They just trickle in, right? Right. So. So then I just send them one or two a week, one or two a day. It doesn't matter. It depends on what they're looking for. If there's something noteworthy, I'll comment on it. I won't comment on every listing, but okay. if it's, if it's noteworthy or like a feature that they said that they want, I'll say, Hey, this has exactly the kitchen you talk that you want. Right. And so they pay attention and they know that I'm looking at it. Right. It, it just right. shows them that I'm actually working for them. That you care. That I care. And it's not really that hard. <clears throat> and then, that, you know, then I'll send them relevant content periodically. Um, like if the rates are at an all-time low, like they were two weeks ago, I'll be like, hey, you probably already saw this, but um, the rates are at an all-time low, you know, let's, let's get out there. Um, and then once in a while, I'll, I'll, I'll call and I'll be like, hey, it's Lex. Um, just following right. up. I want to make sure you got the listings I've been sending. You, if, you, if there's uh, anything you like, you know, take... I... What happened? No, no. It... It paused for a second, but you're oh, okay. good. Um, but yeah, I, I still have good service here. Um, so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out by phone periodically or text and say, hey, just want to make sure you get the listings or is there anything you want to see or hope you guys are doing well, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I just, I will never stop them it uh, until they say, hey, we bought with Joe um, or, um, you know, leave us alone. That's great. I just That's will awesome. never, I will never stop. So it's relentless follow-up is the key. It's also providing value. Um, and it, I think it was, I think it's Zig Ziglar. Uh, it, it says it, you know, um, you will get everything you want if you get other people what they want. Right. For sure. For sure. The money just flows from doing a good job and the, and the deals flow from doing a great job. I, I know you have the same mindset. So yeah, it's it's amazing that it's the simple things, but we become lazy and we want them even more simple, you know? And yeah. so so I've noticed, so I've actually kind of gone back to my roots because I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to increase my business. I'm trying to do a deal a week uh, all year. It's going to be a, a problematic right now to hit my goal with this coronavirus. Uh, but um, um, that was my goal. Um but like I'm going back to doing an open house every Sunday, every week, um, which I did nice. when I first started in the business and I got lazy. I think I did like four last year. Um, right, right. It's tough to sometimes. 50 in my first year in the business. Oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. Um, and so I'm, I'll even do them. On, if I have something on Sunday, I'll do one on Saturday. If I don't have a listing, I'll do another agent's uh, listing as an open. I actually prefer that. I find it way easier to pick up buyers at other agents listings. Um, then I do right. it on my own. Yeah, uh, for sure. Especially when you put in that, that caringness and attention to detail that makes all the difference. You know, I speak to new agents all the time or even agents that have been in the business a long time. And they'll ask me like, they'll be working a high end property or, or maybe athlete or celebrity. And they think they can just go in and send Zillow leads, Zillow listings to them, stuff that's in Zillow and or truly or whatever instead of like digging deep and trying to find off-market homes trying to trying to find out what's coming soon and it's like i'm glad you hit on that word being like a value add you know and we sometimes we forget about that 
Yeah, I mean, there is literally an agent, like everybody is an agent, almost everyone's an agent, right? So, I mean, if you go to the grocery store right now, there'll probably be eight agents walking around out of, out of right. 30 people, right? Right. So, right. Um, so, and those people pick up, you know, a lot of consumers don't know that there's a difference. So I spend a lot of time trying to educate people. And another thing that I say to people is, particularly from Zillow, because a lot of people don't understand how Zillow works. They'll just click a listing right. and they, they think they're getting the listing agent, but they're getting the three people that are below that are advertising, right? So right. they're paying for leads. And what I tell people is like, listen, I'm here and I'm helping you because I'm trying to earn your business. Right. And I will help you. I'll work without a net. No, no list, no buyer rep agreement. Just uh, we'll go see this house. I'll consider it as a job interview. Right. If you like each other and you want to keep seeing houses with me, I would love, let, let's do that. If you right. don't, then I got to see the house and got to meet you and learn about your situation. And, and, and I said, I, I, I can get almost guarantee that you'll get something of value out of meeting me because I'm um, 30 years experience. I'm number one in this market and you can ask me any questions you want, no strings attached. And yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah. People, it, it's so funny. Agents are so like people ask me about my team sometimes and they'll say like, what do you do to prevent people from leaving your team? You know, what do you have in writing and just doing all these things like just a totally different mindset. And then I tell them, I think of doing all the things where they'd want to stay on the team, just like similar with a buyer or seller. When yeah. we, when we try, especially a buyer, when we're like, when we try and force them to do business with us rather than give them a value. So different. Yeah. yeah I mean, I don't, um, <clears throat> contrary to, to what most people will tell you, um, I don't even sign a buyer rep agreement until I do the, the paperwork, the, 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 the purchase paperwork. I, I'm not even concerned about it. I, I think the, the amount of times that, I, that somebody has done something really um, unethical or sleazy or gone behind my back, I can count on two hands in 30 years. Right. You know, it's like, right. maybe I don't know about some of them, but um, who cares, right? Who, yeah. Who cares? I don't, I don't start off a relationship, not trusting somebody. Right. Um, and I actually prefer it. And, and I tell people, I said, listen, I'd actually prefer it that I, well, number one, I think it's better for you that you not get locked in with somebody you just met on the internet. Right. Right. And number two, it, it's gonna, it incentivizes me to work harder for you. Right. If yeah. I lock you into a year buyer rep agreement, then that doesn't give me much incentive to work on your behalf. I'll just let you go find the house and then collect a commission. Right, right. right? So I don't mind working hard. I mean, we're well compensated if we, if we do our job right. So right. I don't mind working hard to, for my commission. Um, and I, I just, I tell people that. I said, listen, work with me. You can stop anytime. There's no, there's no termination. There's, there's no, you could end even if we sign an agreement, you can end it with no notice, zero days notice, and zero cost. If you That's don't great. like what the service I'm giving you. So yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Before we go, two yeah. things for you. One thing, anything that you want to tell anyone. Uh, well, they should listen to you and follow your <laughs> Instagram, and um, because you, I, I'm gonna brag on you. I mean, you're a. Uh, I mean, you crush it with the video and social media stuff and uh, you do it at a really high level um, and the production value is phenomenal. I mean, my, my 
my videos look like, you know, my daughter, my 10 year old, actually my 10 year old daughter probably could shoot a better video, but she can do better than all of us. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, so I'm trying to learn from you um, and you're retargeting. Uh, you do really well too. I, I do it. Um, but I don't seem to, I get a lot of clicks, but I don't really convert people. So I'm trying to find, so during this time, I mean, I guess what I would tell people is keep a positive mindset. Hopefully you got some cash reserves, cut your expenses to zero um, as much as you can, professional and personal. Um, This will go away. Um, And if you're providing value to people, you will get through it and you will actually prosper and and probably increase your business because of it. Um, Take the time to do stuff that you've been wanting to do start doing a video, start a blog, you know, get your Instagram tightened up, you know, get your CRM up and going, or, you know, just, there's so much free time right now to get your business running like a Ferrari instead of a Hyundai. Not that there's anything wrong with Hyundai, but, you know, um, but, uh, you know, that's what I would tell everybody. I'm, I've got, I'm really upbeat. Yeah, you are. And if someone wanted to reach out to you, whether they wanted to do an investment, whether they just wanted to reach out to you, what would be the best way? Oh, just call or email. Um, Either way. Um, 703-340-7470 or Lex Lex at LexLeanos.com. And how do you spell that for those L-E-X at L-E-X-L-I-A-N-O-S.com. All right, perfect. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks, Amit. Great to see you. Yeah, likewise. Even if it's virtual, I hope I see you soon in person. (laughs) Yeah, likewise. Always a pleasure, man. All right, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye.